0: just go to cars.com It's magical. What's going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me as always is my podcasting partner, Paul. How you doing? And we are here with this edition of Bright Side of the Suns for the fans by the fans podcast. Well, as you all know, the season has come to an end. Thank God. Thank God. Goodness, we don't need to—well, I was enjoying watching them, I guess, uh, because, you know, you were hoping towards the end that they would lose, and then if they lose, or if they won, you'd hope the Lakers would lose. But anyway, there was something to watch, at least. Did get a little hairy there. Did get a little hairy, (laughs) just a teeny-weeny bit, but—
1: Thanks to the incompetence of the Lakers.
0: Exactly. Way to win, losers. Wait, that got confusing, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway— So at this point, as Suns fans, we're pretty much waiting for May 17th, I believe it is, which is the draft lottery whom Mr. Booker will be going to, perhaps dressed up as... Who did you say last time? Dan Gilbert's son. Dan Gilbert's son. (laughs) We'll see. We can only cross our fingers and hope that happens. I'm guessing it won't. But at any rate, since we don't really have games to talk about, we don't have a whole lot going on until that draft lottery we're going to go ahead like we promised last episode and run down our grades of for the better part everybody on this team. Yeah. What we thought about them. We might even delve into uh a couple of the front office folks and of course Mr. Earl Watson. Mr. Earl Watson. What's his middle name? Lamar. I could see that. <laughs> I feel like his middle name might be like, he might be like Earl, Earl Watson. I don't know Earl, why. Earl yeah. Like <laughs> the, it's just like with an E though, the middle name's with an E.
1: Isn't his first name
0: with an E? No, like at the end. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, I don't know, is it? All right, so without further ado, let's jump into it. First player on the list, Brand, no, I'm kidding. Wolf. We'll <laughs> well, okay, let's go ahead. Brandon Knight, Paul Go. F minus. Zero from me. Okay, Devin Booker
1: going to go with a B plus, B+. And why? And why? Because I think he did um, a great job um, rounding out his offense, and particularly at, with the slow start after, at the beginning of the season, coming into form um, with the second half after the turn of the new year, had a really strong January and February. Um, but the defense is still a big issue for him, and I'd like to see him get up to at least – just below league average, mm-hmm. I'd be able to be me. Right now, he's just—it's kind of pitiful, and yeah. it's really bringing down the. I
0: think pitiful is a little strong. I don't know. Pitiful. So it's not an smooth.
1: abomination. Okay,
0: so it's a, <laughs> so it's a hair above an abomination, but, <laughs> but a hair, it's hair bringing below down crappy. The
1: excellence that he has on the offensive side, and granted, uh, some of his shot selection could improve as well.
0: Okay, fair enough. I was going to actually – and we, we have not gone over one another's grades. In not fact, I haven't really thought about it at all. <laughs> yeah. Probably just going to throw <laughs> it out there. But uh, yeah, it's gut reaction. I, I was – initially I was thinking B-plus for Booker uh, primarily because of the first part of his season. Uh, Pre-Defcon 3, if you will, uh, he was abysmal he was not shooting well he was just pressing 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 and you could tell that there was something going on there mentally that was uh, causing him issues and it appears that he got over that throughout the remainder of the season for the most part uh, obviously put up the 7 point game uh, showed some improvement towards the end of the year in terms of his playmaking ability all positives and if he had played like that all year, if he had played like the post def con three Devin Booker all year, I think it'd be an easy a, at least from my perspective, but he didn't. So B plus next year, let's see if he gets that a, and uh, we just continue to see this development of Devin Booker. Okay. Next player. Oh, go ahead. You, I just have had one, I just had
1: one more thing. Like next year, I'd really like to see him um, improve slightly on those points per game. Like maybe get up to, to like the 25 points per game range. And I'd, Jared Dudley said it that he wants to see him average five assists, which I agree with, and I'd like to see him get close to that in rebounds as well. That would be my ideal season for Booker. So your ideal season like, would be twenty five, five, and five basic next step. season. Five and four. I'd be happy
0: with oh, that. Oh that's very generous of you to give it five and four.
1: I'd be happy with that, but I prefer
0: I prefer thirty five, ten, and ten per 35 Thirty five, ten, yeah. ten. So so Russell cool? Westbrook. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um I you know, okay, quick tangent. Russell Westbrook, I heard, I heard this stat the other day. So obviously, he's averaged a triple double for this season. Yeah. Apparently, he's only 18th in the league in minutes per game as well. That's nuts. Yeah, he only
1: did in like 36 minutes. Yeah, a game. that's
0: insane. Anyway, tangent over, moving on. Next player on the list Eric Bledsoe. Eric Paul?
1: Bledsoe, uh, A minus. It's not his fault that he was benched, <sighs> and he was playing, probably the, having the best career he's had, period. As a, as a son and in the NBA period, mm-hmm. and if he was on any other team than the Suns, he probably would have had been in the All-Star conversation.
0: Well, I think he was in the All-Star conversation regardless. Right, but like, I see what you're saying. legitimate— I see what you're saying. Like there was a hope, as opposed yeah. to just everyone being like he should be an All-Star. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give him a little bit of a bump up above you. I'm going to give him an A. Okay. Uh, that's not only because I love Eric Bledsoe, but I love Eric Bledsoe. Did you know that? I did. I thought so. I've said it a number of times. But uh, he had, like you said, his best season as an NBA player. Uh, he stayed healthy. Yeah. Notwithstanding the shutting down because of the knee soreness. quote And air quotes are going up right now. Like, like um, I said, not his fault. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Miss games. Uh, not his fault at all. Uh, he, you know, I, I looked... Earlier, and I'm just pulling up right now, he improved his per 36. He improved over um, last season in points, in assists, uh, in rebounds. Uh, he and granted, he had a limited year last year, but he was playing well in those 30 some odd games that he played. Uh, and we can't forget also that he was one of what five players for a period of time in the league that was averaging 26 and 6. Uh, He ended up finishing the year averaging more than 20 points a game, more than six assists a game, I believe, but not quite staying at that six-rebound-a-game thing. But obviously the potential for him to do that is there, and I wouldn't be surprised if next year he finishes the year at 26-6, and better than 26-6 and now. Whether he's a Phoenix Sun or not remains to be seen. I hope he is, but that's a conversation for a different day.
1: And it was really nice to see the – um, chemistry that him and Booker were developing before they shut him down because that, that really seemed to start to be a nice one-two punch there.
0: Absolutely, and I think another thing, too, is he's this year, I believe, took the step of becoming a leader on this team. Agreed. Uh, you know, in the past couple of seasons, that seemed to be uh, one of the knocks on him was he has a talent, but he's not a vocal leader. He's not leading by example. He's not the guy the guy that's going to kind of uh get get the troops together and get them you know motivated and get them moving along he's just there doing his thing and i think he took a bit of a different approach this year and showed that he in fact can be a leader and i guess i don't know that i'll say that it showed a whole lot in terms of him being more uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for illustrated illustrated uh Animated? Animated. Thank you. Not illustrated. Animated. More more animated on the court. He was not illustrated at all. Uh, He is very real. He's very there. Uh, He wasn't necessarily more animated. He was, yes, exactly. Uh, But he uh, definitely, you know, you get the feel that the team would rally around him. The team saw him as a leader. And that's exactly what um, the Phoenix Suns need, uh, needed this year, need in the future um, moving forward. So, anyway. Any further on Mr. Booker? Mr. Bledsoe,
1: excuse me? So. Nope. It'll be an interesting summer for him. It will be.
0: I hope he's still here. But again, conversation, another day. T.J. Mm-hmm. Warren. T.J. Tony Buckets? Tony
1: Buckets. Uh, I want to go with a B. Okay. And this is honestly through no fault of his own.
0: <laughs> Keep saying that, go on.
1: Because that mysterious head injury he had, mm-hmm. he missed a chunk of time and then had to... And then when he came back, he really wasn't this... self. He wasn't what he was showing during the beginning of the season. It took him a little while to kind a of while to get, get his bearings back. Yeah, sure. and by the end of the season, he was playing really, really well, but that big chunk... Between the time he missed and the time it took him to get back into the flow of things, I'm going to go with a B.
0: Okay. Okay. Um... I I'll say B plus, because for many of the reasons you said, uh, you know, obviously he he had a good year. He had a very good year, a very solid year. Uh, again, going back to kind of the stat development, if you will, if you compared his year to last year, his his points were down a touch in his per thirty six, but whatever, that is what it is. You know, there were more mouths to feed, frankly, uh, this season with I I think a few more offensive quote-unquote weapons um but i think in other aspects of his game he is rebounding better yeah, um, That with this, and, see. yep absolutely and he continued to be a very efficient player which i yeah. think is exactly what we need um from a guy that's going to be you know in that potentially in that three role whether it be the starting three or whether it be a three off the bench um six man whatever you, you want efficiency out of that now he could use some improvement in that three-point shooting yeah uh, he, he, he He dipped a little bit he dipped, year. and he seemed to take less less, so you would think that maybe that would help the percentage, but it didn't so you know that's something that hopefully he works on. He seems to have a bit of a flat shot once he gets as he gets a little deeper, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, um, but again, something that can be worked on shot can be adjusted. I mean Sean Marion can make threes with that shot, anybody can make threes, okay, exaggeration, but you know what I'm saying <laughs> uh but again, i think I think a the, the improvement in his rebounding to me is really important because, again, if he's going to come in off the bench as a six man or if he's going to be the starting three, uh, that's that's a a quality that the Suns really uh, can use and any team can use um, out of that particular position.
1: I think my only thing with with Warren is I'm still not sure what his ceiling is, and I mean that's a long term look. More uh-huh. so, not, and we're doing more re- retrospective this year or this pod. But I just, I don't know how much. I feel like he has a rather low ceiling. Like his level of improvement is not going to be. He's not going to make giant leaps like we're hoping with guys like Booker or Chris. It's he's kind of made what he's going to do. Maybe like a little bit more here and
0: there, right? I, th- I think he'll improve a little bit more. I, I agree. Could with you. Be I don't- a solid starter, exactly. And I don't think we necessarily need him to be anything more than that. I don't think we expect him to be anything more than that. Um, you know, he has some limitations. I think at- athletically, he's not exactly like a high flyer. He's not the fastest dude, but he gets those points. You right. know, you need you need you need those hustle guys, right? Um. And I think he fits that bill to a T. Uh, but I mean, a guy that averaged 14 points, 14 and a half points a game this year, um, averaged you know, five averaging rebounds a game. Until he 20 went down injured. Right, exactly. So, I mean, if, if we say, okay, he ends up becoming a player who goes 16, 17, and seven or eight.
1: I'll take that. Boom.
0: Thank you. Yes, exactly. Um, sign me up right now now whether he's starting or coming off the bench. Right. Perhaps we'll find out a little bit more about that in June. Um, or throughout the offseason. Okay. Anything else on Tony Buckets? No, sir. Alex Len. C
1: minus. Okay, go on. He's just has not lived up to the flashes. They've just been flashes. You see this potential there, and then you see it not there, and you just don't understand why he can't find consistency. Or if he is finding consistency, it's that of a backup center, which is basically a C to C minus player.
0: Which is what he, I think, is ultimately going to be in the NBA. Um, I, all, I, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go with you on this one. C minus sounds good to me. I was gonna go lower, but you know what. Here the easter season i should be nicer he um, didn't stop. he didn't he didn't and that's the thing is he was he, average he was average and and he didn't finish the season shooting 42% for a seven footer which is fantastic right. he shot he, like we talked about before yeah. we started recording better than 50% just a touch, a touch. but still better yeah. um which i guess at the same time we should be concerned that i was surprised and pleasantly surprised by that because yeah. that should pretty much be an automatic for a guy that is Seven foot plays mostly should be playing mostly around the rim, but he steps out and takes those jumpers uh, pretty pretty frequently. Uh, and who was the fourth pick in the draft? Am I right? Fourth, fifth, fifth? fifth. whatever. Same diff. I, the
1: the whole fifth pick in the dra- drafting. I I hate that that is um, a weight on his shoulders because that draft was so bad.
0: Sure, but that's life, bro.
1: I know it's light, <laughs> but the expectations of a fifth pick in a draft when you put put all the drafts on continuum that right. was if, so low. Yeah. A fifth pick in like
0: in, he, in any he, other draft he would be like the twenty eighth pick or whatever. I don't know if it'd be Not any, pick, but he, he, like 13, hyperbole, 20. my friend.
1: He he would be right in the range that the Suns picked in every other year. So <laughs> right then, around a Robin Lopez. I know
0: that theory shouldn't he be playing like Steve Nash and Devin Booker, Tony, 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 Marquise Morris. <laughs> right around. I would, like... I would. I would. If he, if he could have consistency to the level of Marquise Morris, I guess that would be an improvement, though, right? I wouldn't well, hate if he became Robin Lopez two point Robin
1: Lopez. I still wouldn't
0: so want to keep him around. <laughs> anyway, um, Alex Lynn, Anything else? No.
1: He needs some tattoos. He does need
0: tattoos and like a big beard. A big beard. Right?
1: He can't grow a beard. He needs to get some of that like… Fake hair? Just glue it on. No, you just get like some of that cream or whatever that like helps you grow hair.
0: Propecia? (laughs) Is that
1: it? No, alopecia is not having hair.
0: Yes. (laughs) Rogaine.
1: (laughs) I don't know if that works for your beard.
0: That's a good question.
1: Yeah, he needs to start looking like Zangief.
0: Yeah, that, that, that would, <laughs> if he if he developed the muscular well, build of Zangief, look, he's not, not quite Zangief. Come no. on, dude, jeez, that guy's a giant. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Tyson Chandler, A hey. plus. That's what I say. Go on.
1: He was having a great year. I mean. Yeah, he's lost a little bit of his rim protection ability with age and whatnot, but, I mean, he was putting up some great rebounding numbers, doing exactly what we needed from the standpoint of trying to lead a defense and, like, being that quarterback, which you want from a good defensive center. Um, Unfortunately, the team shut him down halfway through the year, but before that, he was playing great. That's well,
0: not really unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunately for Unfortunately for him, him yes. Although, uh, sorry, were you done?
1: No, I'm good. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah. No. I. I. A. A plus. Uh. Not only because we, as the Phoenix Suns, finally we got the player that we thought we signed. Yeah. Initially. Right. Um. And we got him now on a contract that looks a lot cheaper than it looked back when he was signing or when he signed it. Right. right? Uh so his production uh speaks for itself. He had a very solid Man, if he year. He had
1: had this production last year. We could be, be a very different team. Right, we could be like
0: Devin middling. Would not be we, we could we could be middling in the in the <laughs> late, late lottery picks again, so <laughs> yeah. thank you Tyson Chandler. Okay, A++ plus plus now because mm-hmm. of that. Um but I I think the 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 presence that he brings to the team is also just as if not more important because We've said it over and over again, but we are dealing with a very, very young team this year, and will be next year, and will be the year after that. Uh, But that veteran presence that he brings is huge, and I think the image that I picture in my head that kind of paints exactly what I mean is in Devin Booker's 70-point game uh, in Boston, Tyson Chandler at the end of the game was one of the, if not the first guy to get off the bench and give Devin Booker a huge hug. And it could be very easy for a veteran who has paid more than his fair share of dues in the NBA, who has won a defensive player of the year, who has won an NBA title, to just be pissy about the fact that he's sitting on the bench while all these other guys are playing. But no, he's not only not pissy, that was a lot of knots in a sentence, but he is right there, front and center, giving Devin Booker a hug congratulating him on a historic night uh, and and I go back even further to the offseason last year when he was approached by the Suns and said and told we can trade you if you want to be traded he said I want to stay here that's the type of guy we need on this team because that's the type of mentorship I think that the Suns need and I think he's perfect when it comes to the uh, the, the the relationship between you know that need for leadership and the type of coach that Earl Watson is and the type of youth that the Suns have. Go on, Paul.
1: I mean, and you brought up about his choice to stay with the Suns over the offseason. He did the same thing at the trade deadline where he, after the first half of the year that he had, he was in demand, and the Suns could have traded him, and they gave him the option of you know we can move you if you want. And he chose to stay knowing he was going to be put on the bench and taking the route of the guys who were there with his vets when he was with the Bulls when he first started out, like Charles Oakley, who were in the same position where they were vets and they could have played if they wanted to. But they allow themselves to sit because they knew these young guys needed to get their time. And I, that's an honorable thing. And it just shows a lot about his character and Absolutely. I'd like
0: to keep that around the team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you want to trade him though at the trade deadline?
1: I did. Okay. We don't need to go into uh, that though. He's worth, worth
0: a lot. Yeah, gotcha. Um and, okay.
1: Yeah. And if it meant we could also get rid of our good friend Brandon.
0: <laughs> I'm 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 next year I might start liking him and see how that works out. Um he won't be here. Anyway. Let's just go really quick. Dudley and Barbosa. Let's lump them in. Dudley F. Zero dunks. Big jerk. Go on. Dudley A. Zero <laughs> dunks. Huge, huge awesome dude.
1: <laughs> but man, I, I don't think I could ever hate Jared Dudley. Me neither. Or Barbosa.
0: Me neither. Um,
1: They did exactly what they were brought in to do. Exactly. I just wish Barbosa had his brain now in his younger body. Because... He's lost a step, but he's become so much more well-rounded over sure. there. And if he'd had that when he had that step, he could have been an amazing player.
0: Yeah, I won't disagree with that. So, um, we'll call them both A's. For a three they uh, okay. are, B, A plus B, B plus A plus. I don't know. <laughs> Smiley face. It's all nostalgia with those guys. I know, really.
1: But, I mean, they came in to do what they needed to do. Yeah. They accepted their roles, and that's the reason they, they were guys who were still playing on the court you, when they went with the meet youth.
0: Movement. Absolutely. And they, uh, I mean, those three guys bringing Chandler back into this, uh, you, you really cannot depict a group of three players that were better team players. Considering right. the circumstances especially than the, than those dudes, you know? And I think whatever happens with the Suns, like, you know, the title they're going to win in 2019. That's right. I've said it again, 2019. Uh, we're going to have a lot of debt owed to those three guys um, with whatever – in terms of whatever success we have uh, moving forward. Ring of Honor? I feel much. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy here. Um I, I I would guess Dudley might come back and do some uh, – some. he might he might take Tom Chambers' seat once Tom Chambers no, rides off in no, the sunset. Dudley, Dudley's got better way things. better yeah, of a right. uh,
1: media career than Tom Chambers working for a local team if he wants it. But he could also be a great coach too.
0: That's a good point. That's a very good point. That is a very good point. Okay, moving on. Let's move on to the youngsters. Youngins. Youngins.
1: Whippersnappers.
0: You got any more? You get...
1: Not yet, scallywags.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> As my grandpa would call all his grandchildren.
0: Mm, you are kind of scallywagish. I get that.
1: Actually, it's actually kind of insulting mm. if you know what a real scallywag is.
0: Okay, Marquise Chris.
1: <laughs> um. Let's see. Okay. He's, but I mean, it's a he's a rookie, and I mean, unfortunately, I'm comparing him against. Devin Booker's rookie season, because that's what we have to compare against. And Devin Booker came, took an opportunity, and ran with it so hard that he's in talks of being a future superstar. Chris got opportunities pretty early, consistent opportunities, and I know he's really young, and he has a lot to work through. From the standpoints of understanding the speed and the complexity of the NBA game. So, it's more of a... The C is not a, an indictment of Chris. It's more of a... Has has room for improvement. He's, because I hope and... I don't want to say expect, but I hope to see he like a second year leap from him. Because the game will start to slow down mm-hmm. a little more. He'll have another summer under his belt where he can work on things, particularly on, like, hopefully on the defensive end to to, kind of limit that fouling. But we were starting to see a lot of progress at the end of the season, getting more consistent, not getting some of those ticky-tack fouls, being a little bit more efficient. Um, His rebounding numbers were going up, which was something that was was concerning coming out of college because his rebounding numbers for a power forward sucked. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, it's – more of a C, just from comparison's sake, and because there is so much room for improvement. Not because we are a crappy team. We can't give everybody A's and B's.
0: Like a C earns degrees type thing. There, like yeah, he still passed, but yeah. Um, and we haven't given everybody A's and B's. We gave Alex Len a C minus and Brandon Knight an F minus. So, <laughs> yeah, but but they're not they're not
1: give. Those two players are not creating
0: a 25-win team. Brandon Knight did, I think. Yeah, It's all his fault. <laughs> it's all um, his fault. It's his, it's his
1: fault the second but half. But I think game you game.
0: have to – I think you can't sit here and, and grade a guy like Marquise. Like, I think comparing his rookie year to Devin Booker's rookie year is a bit asinine because then what ever, other rookie really ever gets an A? True. Oh, well, I know. That's why I said it. Right, but that's why um, I said it's a needs but, improvement team but more than I yeah. would. I, you know, or, suddenly, this all seems suddenly so just just unnecessary now because yeah. you're right. Um, but no, I, I I would say you know based on what we would expect of a guy that comes in high draft pick, we knew that there were limitations. Um, I would I would I would go with a B minus. Uh, notwithstanding the fact that you don't think we can give everybody A's and B's, but that F minus brings everything down a lot. So the curve has been dropped. It's well, fine. It's totally fine. The, the
1: other thing but, about the C is that he shows the flashes of the potential to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. So it's, like I said, it's... If you know what? I'm going to change. Work,
0: I'm going to go C plus then. You're right. I got you. He kind of did what we hoped he would do. Yes. Right. I think he did a little bit more than what he I didn't expected when he did. Did not exceed expectations, but certainly met expectations. Yeah, for a rookie. For a rookie with limited experience in he basketball very much so. um and who is you know, kind of he shot up those draft boards somewhat quickly. Yeah, he can't kind of of nowhere. a lot bit. of times can be concerning because workout warrior type thing. Yeah. Often tend or to, to fl- fall flat. In
1: pan in the tournament who got a like, crazy hot streak and
0: or Adam Morrison. Knows. He was just always just never going to make it, and apparently nobody saw that. But oh, man. some of the, some of the geniuses that at the never of the universe showered. I, I believe that, and I, I don't know why. I Just do like he, he, looks, he, he looks, looks like, he, like he doesn't shower. Yeah, no offense, Adam Morrison, <laughs> um, but you know I. I think that Marquise Chris, like we said, did exactly what we had expected, what we had hoped, Um, didn't blow the roof off the place, but also didn't stink up the place, um, and showed a lot of flashes. I'm going back to B-. All right. (laughs)
1: Leave
0: me here all day. I'll just keep flip-flopping. It's fine. Okay. So just give him
1: a (laughs) 79.5. Actually, that's still C+. But it kind of can be rounded up. Rounded up, age. yeah. <laughs> I'm giving him a
0: 79.5, but I'm a generous teacher, and I'm rounding up to a, a B minus. <laughs> Boom, there. Okay, problem solved. and Bender, go. Incomplete. I, damn it! Paul. <laughs> I agree. He's because his season was incomplete. He's com-
1: extremely incomplete between getting buried on the bench the first half of the season, then getting injured. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the flashes are there. I mean, being able to. Put up. I really think he can be an Andre Karolenko, Lamar Odom type
0: player. Sure, which would be perfect. Would it be perfect? It's. I, be, I really be, it, hope he's better
1: than all stars.
0: Mm-hmm. Than those all stars, yeah.
1: I'm just saying. I I hope he's better I mean, than I'd Lamar love Odom. Be better than that, yes. But I mean. That type of player, those that well rounded skill set, right. the guy you can kind like that front court guy you can run an offense through, but can also put up a five by five. I mean, those types of players are extremely rare. He could become a unicorn.
0: <laughs> Maybe that should be his new nickname. No, that that, that Strong that's, in the that's unicorn no, language.
1: unfortunately that is Porzing his nickname. He's a unicorn, dude. It's a it's a term. You apparently didn't read enough NBA media this year.
0: No. Well, obviously Gianath- not.
1: Giannis is a unicorn. Porzingis is a unicorn. So then they're
0: not really nicknames. They're
1: they're they're, they're no, categories. It's, it's a type of player, yeah, who's like completely unique. It has hasn't really been seen before in the NBA.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um but I'll all agree kind of an incomplete thing. Mm. Yeah. And he's uh, what the youngest player in, some, in that draft. Game. Yeah. I I I think you're right there. We'll see what he can do at that point. Um it'll be interesting to see what kind of development he went through this season because everyone seemed to think that it's totally impossible for an NBA player to not to develop if they're not playing in NBA games, which I completely disagree with. Um so but I guess at the same time, maybe it'd be hard to tell because we don't know what kind yeah. of talent he had before. Uh, but um I think that Come next year, he's going to get a lot more playing time, and we'll be able to actually see what type of player he is, what type of grade he might get. Uh, and I'm predicting big things. I think he's going to be better than Andre Kirilenko. I think he's going to be better than Lamar Odom. Don't look at me like you're doubting it because I'm not. Trust me. Trust me, Paul. Look in the eyes. Better, better than both those guys. All right. Book it. Well, just don't Book get it.
1: don't get in a crack.
0: Book it. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't do that. That would be bad. That would be very bad. Or get bad. a
1: really bad giant dragon tattoo on his back.
0: You know what? There's nothing wrong with big giant dragon tattoos. It's fine.
1: As long as the good giant dragon just, tattoo. Just tattoo. if it's hidden, nobody cares.
0: <laughs> um, okay. Tyler Eulis.
1: A. Less. Okay. I mean, he scored 34 points in a game, and he's shorter than me. It's just – he came in mm-hmm. – Like I mean, granted, a lot of people said that if he was a reasonable height for an NBA player, he would be – his skills were good enough that he would easily be a top 5'10". Uh-huh. But because he's a generous 5'9". Very generous. He He fell. We got him at 34'. And he didn't really play for the first half of the year because of our good friend Brandon. b night. Set my alarm for ten ten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, good, 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 good inside joke. <laughs>
1: but because of that situation, kind of not giving him a uh, a lane to get kind of get consistent minutes. He, we didn't really know what we had there until the second half of the season, and then he just blew the doors off. I mean, he gets up in guys' shirts on defensive end, and yeah, he has limitations being as small as he is, but he actually—unlike un- Isaiah Thomas, who just ignores the defensive end. He, what?
0: <laughs>
1: he actually kind of thrives on that mm-hmm. side of the ball. And A little pest. Yeah, he's pesky. He's a pest, and that is actually an asset to him because it gets turnovers and things like that. And he's actually a true floor general rather than just a gunner. And it's nice to have that guy because we saw how contagious that got once he took over the point guard duties. Because when you have a point guard whose first instinct is to pass and get you set up for shots... All the other players are more willing to pass because they're no good they're gonna get the ball back. So from that standpoint, I really enjoyed Ulysses season.
0: Um a lot of good points there. I will not disagree with you entirely. Um his shooting wasn't great. I was just gonna say that. Uh you know, he had those big big games where he had, you know, big outbursts and whatnot, still only shot about forty two percent from the field. Uh it was a very – not very limited, but a somewhat limited um, uh, sample size because of the fact that he didn't really get on the floor a lot until that second half of the season. So I, I would obviously like to see him throughout more of the season, uh, perhaps see him in that full-time backup point guard role, whatever the case might be. Uh, but uh, I'll say B.
1: Okay. Because
0: he still exceeded what I would expect. Um but he exceeded what I I would expect by a lot. I think, I think that B plus. Okay. You convinced me there. (laughs) Um, I, we just, we, I think we still need to see more of it. Um, again, since he kind of came along towards that second half of the season there, I think a, a lot of teams had already written the Suns off, they're not going to care as much when they play them. And B, there wasn't a whole lot known about what Tyler Ulysses was going to be doing. So, I think it would probably be interesting to see how that first half of the season next year starts off for him. Right. Um, because if teams actually have a little more tape on him, key in on him a little more, know what he's going to do, know what his right. ours, Kind of, of what Booker a, ran exactly, into. Exactly. Then Booker managed to flip the script and get back to what we saw you know, early on or middle part of last year. So right. we'll see what Eulis can do. Um, but I was impressed with his uh, uh, rookie season. Obviously, let's go grouping together here. Allen Williams, Derek Jones Jr. Quick, um, great, great, boom.
1: Allen Williams B plus because I had no idea what to expect from him, and he came in and just he's like he's a walking double double,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. I know we've talked about it before, but if you had to have to choose your backup center between the inconsistent Alex Len, who could be really good or could not be – could be the opposite of really good, or a guy who is consistently mm-hmm. what he is, I would much rather take the consistent guy because you can put him on the floor. You know he's not going right. to screw up. You know he's going to hustle. And he also
0: doesn't have three years in the league on wrist belt yet either.
1: Right. But Go um, so what I give him, he's, a,
0: al- he's already more consistent. He's more consistent. With less time in the league, he's he knows. You his gave him lane a B plus, he, I think.
1: He knows his lane, and he exists and lives in his lane, and I'm happy with
0: that. I give him an A plus just because I want good karma and hope he comes back. And Alex Lynn is gone. That's all I have to say about him.
1: And, and, and you're <laughs> hoping if you like. Um, Get pulled over in the near future. You can yeah, mention that to a police that's a good point. Yeah, and just be like, a, a Gator police chief son an A plus on the podcast. Does that count for anything <laughs> at all?
0: It's gotta. I wasn't gonna do that, but now I will. Thank you, Paul. Knock on wood. I don't want to get pulled over. Derek Jones Jr. Um, B minus. B minus seems yeah okay. He's he played he played and he played better than we would have expected.
1: Yes, And he's he's a human highlight film from a dunk standpoint.
0: I give I give the, um, the judges in the NBA dunk contest F's for him not winning it.
1: Yeah, for laying. Who that was who like beat him two months ago? Though, so Glenn Robinson the third, who did the same dunk five times.
0: Is that is that who it was?
1: Was it Glenn... I think it was Glenn Robinson III. Go on. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's got the the dunking down, obviously.
0: <laughs>
1: um, he's a. He's basically, I think the goal for him would be a 3 and D guy mm-hmm. in the league. I mean, he's he's pesky on the defensive end. He just need, He's a rookie, obviously, so he needs to learn some stuff. But he's got the tools there with the athleticism. If he can develop a solid corner three-point shot, a la Bruce Bowen or P.J. Tucker.
0: Not Bruce Bowen. I think... Don't speak his name on this okay, podcast. Okay, Danny
1: Green. I, well, Danny Green's probably a little on the high end of what I expect. I got you though. Derek Jones Jr. But if you can develop a solid three point shot, just to kind of make, make teams honest with him between that, his dunking and defense, I think he could have a nice solid career.
0: in the league. One thing that I'd noticed towards the end of the year with him is that he seemed to start to figure out how to time his jumps, his use of his athletic ability. Um, to rebound better and more particularly on the offensive side uh which you know when you got a dude that can get up like that just yeah. sky over people and put that ball right back in the hoop mm-hmm. um and he seemed to uh really start picking that up at least in my eyes towards the end of the year uh moving on
1: summer league will be another like better. can't wait i'm looking yes. forward
0: to summer league with him can't wait Can you gamble on Summer League games? Of
1: course you can. It's in Vegas. Of course you can gamble on Summer League.
0: Seems seems (laughs) ill-advised. It
1: it probably is, but that's Vegas. They'll take your money.
0: Vegas is (laughs) ill-advised. Okay, really quick, Paul. You have 30 seconds. Watson. Watson. Earl, Earl Watson.
1: Earl, Earl Watson. Great motivator. Not so sure about the X's and O's. We'll be interested to see how the team develops over the next couple of years, if he gets a couple of years.
0: Why, why should he not get a couple of years? Because what year has year he shown thus far that has given you anything to doubt in his coaching ability? Because I'm pretty sure earlier this year you complained about it, and like three weeks later we're I, saying he was better.
1: I complained about it from the standpoint of he was playing the vets like he wanted to win, which he did, but that was not what the team, from a future perspective, needed. They needed to be playing those younger guys. I'm
0: pretty sure you said that you didn't think he was good at the X's-O's back then, and then you flipped, and now you're flipping back.
1: When did I flip up that he was good at Like X's-O's? three weeks later. I think I'm going to say he's good at ATO's.
0: No, I think there was more than that.
1: Um, so you don't
0: so – do what, what do you give him? This went longer than 30 seconds. See. All right. What do you give him? B. All I think right. a C is really, like he he <laughs> took he took a team that was tanking and they actually improved on the record last year when they weren't necessarily tanking. I mean they benched <laughs> they made him bench all of his like best players and he still got them to more wins than last year. Bender sat for a lot of the year and then Bender was injured and he's dealing with the Brandon Knight situation. You give him a C. He improved on the team's season last year. I just I. I don't know. I don't understand where your doubt of Earl Watson comes from. I just don't.
1: And I don't understand where your enthusiasm for Earl Watson comes from.
0: I think I just explained it.
1: And I mean, <laughs> I get I think my doubt of Earl Watson really to be honest comes from management. Management's process for hiring Earl Watson stemming all the way back Whoa, the-
0: whoa, 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 whoa. So you think Earl Watson isn't a good coach because of how the process in hiring him was? So, I mean, is, is your thought process, they get the guy and they go, this is our guy, but they should just go and randomly interview other people and run the risk of losing their guy? Just nobody to show you, even, Paul, that... Nobody
1: else even wanted to interview him. He also, like, because of the way last season went... He got the opportunity because he was the only one available. So if – Because they hired the main assistant. If right now – If
0: right now – Not right now, but after the season ended, for some unknown reason, the Rockets were like, hey, we fire you, D'Antoni. And D'Antoni was like, I want to come back to the Suns. Would you be like, all right, we'll take D'Antoni over Watson?
1: No. Okay. Because D'Antoni – Though I wouldn't one day mind having D'Antoni back. With the team we currently have, from a rebuilding perspective, we're not ready for a coach like D'Antoni. D'Antoni needs players...
0: Who are who are developed because that don't need to be coached.
1: Not that yes. Be coached. Yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, I would say similar to like a Phil Jackson type of coach who needs players who are physically developed and ready to win and he can manage them. D'Antoni needs players whose skills are in their prime so he can play chess appropriately with them versus guys who he doesn't know what he has.
0: Let's put the hiring process aside. What do you think about Earl Watson as a coach?
1: Like I said, he's a very good motivator, but he hasn't shown me on a day-to-day in-game process Success. I mean yeah,
0: he has young So shouldn't all the players then also get really bad grades? They haven't shown any success. Boom, done. Okay. I'm kidding. (laughs) Good. You can you can rebut and then we're gonna close it up.
1: I'm not
0: gonna rebut. (laughs) Oh that's funny. At any rate, it's not worth it. That means you have no rebuttal, right? No. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's more like oh, I geez, know I'm Paul, not change you said opinion. no. No, I no, you, there's no way, what? I'm not asking you to change my opinion. I'm asking you to like make sense. That's all I'm asking. And
1: it's uh, to be honest, it's a gut thing. I don't think That's, he's a long-term thank coach. Thank you.
0: Just say that then. Well, cause there <laughs> I think it's crazy, but anyway.
1: I don't think he's going to be the long-term coach for the Suns. I just don't see it. It's it's just not there.
0: Dog, your dog drinks really loudly. She does. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess time will tell. Obviously. At any rate, let's wrap this up. All right. I'm not going to even ask you if you have any last comments, thoughts, or questions because we've run way too long. Way, to- <laughs> way too long. But as always, you can find me on Twitter at So Says Jay and Paul, and I'm at Dervish of World. We'll probably be around a little bit during the offseason, I'd like to think. Um and uh, oh, there's LeBron flopping in highlights. Go, go figure. <laughs> At any rate, until next time, Suns fans. Depending on when you're listening to us, have a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Me feel English? That's impossible. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs>